Hello and welcome to the e-commerce playbook podcast. My name is Andrew Ferris and I am so glad you're with me today when I get back to being pretty tactical. I've been thinking about customer acquisition. What can I do right now to acquire more customers for our brands? And I'm going to dive into it today. Hey, if you don't know the background of what this show is about, if you're new to it, go backwards or just listen to this show about tactical e-commerce marketing and then go backwards. Uh, We run some brands. I get to work with an incredibly talented team to do that. And, uh, and I talk about it every week. So this week I'm talking about what I'm working on right now, which is tactical, uh, customer acquisition stuff I'm thinking about and trying to implement right now. Join me. Uh, so like just about everybody, um, right now, our Facebook ads are not working like they used to. And, um, and so we're doing all the normal stuff in a lot of ways we're, working on making sure to collect more creative and think about all of the things you've heard me talk about a million times on here. Um, but the, the, the real genesis of this episode is that I was looking kind of at the total marketing assets that we have, um, that we just, uh, that, uh, that word asset, normally we're referring to sort of, uh, visual assets or, or something like that. Um, and, and I, I just, uh, I want to think about it broader than that. I want to think about it specifically in terms of access to people who have not bought from me, but who are interested in hearing from me. So lists, basically. So I've just been thinking about different places where where we have customers right there, and we're just not we're just not getting them to buy yet. Um, in particular, uh, I'm thinking about email and SMS a little bit, and I'm thinking about that for Bamboo Earth because with Bamboo Earth, we have this quiz where we capture tons and tons of, of email and SMS. And this is one of those things where like, um, I was digging into these lists myself for something. And it just, by being in the work a certain way and a way that I kind of hadn't been on this area for a little while, this thought occurred to me, which, uh, it, it can be really helpful. Um, and I was, I was sending out, um, I was sending out some SMS, uh, messages to our, to our audience and just looking and segmenting. I happen to be segmenting our SMS list by people who had purchased from us, um, who are on our list and people who had never purchased from us who are on our list. So, um, I was, I was looking at those two lists and I was just thinking about how differently I want to treat those lists in my mind. Well, you know, um, for at least this segment of the list, there were about 6,000 people, uh, whose number phone numbers I have, who've opted into text message marketing, who, um, who have bought from us and about 10,000 who hadn't. And I was just thinking that list of 10,000 people is literally worthless to me. If I, if it's just sitting there people are so afraid of unsubscribes and of um, sort of over messaging people. And I guess, especially with something like SMS, you should be careful for sure about not sending too many messages or you're just going to annoy people. But to be totally honest with you, with people who have not bought from me, but who have opted into SMS, I am really going to worry a lot less about annoying customers. Now with my people who have bought from me in particular, I'm going to I'm going to worry a lot more about that, especially for Bamboo Earth, where there's a really high repeat purchase rate. And therefore, I want to make sure not to alienate that customer um, and, and, and just be really careful about that uh, because that list is really, really, really valuable and those customers um, have bought. And so I just want to be very careful about that. 
Um, for people who haven't bought though, like if I send you three text messages over the course of a couple weeks, I'm not talking about spamming people here, by the way. Like there's a step, there's a step back from spamming people. But if I if I send out a couple text messages in a week, and you know two or three or four or whatever over over a week or two, you know something like that, a couple a week, and you still don't buy from me, even if I send you a twenty percent off offer or you know a gift with purchase, or I start kind of even playing with ways to message you more, especially in that SMS format, we've got so few words um, for most of it. Like I. I don't care if you unsubscribe. In fact, because SMS costs me money to send, I would rather you unsubscribe than to stay and hang on that list for forever and just not buy from me. So um, so I am going to start thinking a little more aggressively about making sure that I am staying in front of you, especially if you've given me your number fairly recently, and making sure you are getting those offers. And that's true for email as well. I was looking and seeing a list of 66,000 people for Bamboo Earth who have not bought in the last... Uh, maybe ever, not bought ever from me, but um, who have engaged with an email sometime in the last six months. They've opened an email in the last six months and they've never bought from me. And I look at that and say, that is a huge list of people. Now, some of those people probably haven't engaged with an email for the last five months and that's fine. And so they're probably not going to buy from me and and that's okay. If they unsubscribe, great, same thing. Uh, At some point, I will kick them off of my list pretty completely. I Open rate is a vanity metric. I do not care about it, and except for insofar as um, open rate uh, problems can create deliverability problems. And if you don't know what I'm talking about there, go dig into any sort of classic email marketing help and you'll see that. But Bamboo Earth's open rates are healthy. I'm not worried about deliverability for Bamboo Earth. So, um, so for that reason, um, I, I feel like I can reach out to that list and I don't care if they open it at a lower rate than usual. I don't care if my my revenue per recipient is lower than usual because what I care about is getting in front of people who haven't bought and acquiring new customers. And here's the reason I've been thinking about this so much. Um, that is directly downstream from Facebook ads as a major driver of revenue. And uh, and while Facebook ads works worse now than it did before, what that affords me the opportunity to think about because I'm not just gonna bang my head against the wall at that for forever. Uh, you know, I, I, I think that will turn around over time as Facebook figures out what to do about this and they have massive financial incentive to solve this problem on their side. Um, but, uh, and, and look, there's like other things that we're doing at the same time to open up other customer acquisition between wholesale and Amazon and uh, Google. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's going on all at the same time, but no question a major, it's a cop out to say, well, just go acquire customers other ways. Well, that's way easier said than done. We're trying, we're trying to do all of the stuff, right? That makes great brand and great customer acquisition. But I want to make Facebook ads work for me and I want it to be a really strong lever. So I've been thinking about this notion that sort of, if I can make my email and SMS work better and better and really hammer away at those people who are on my lists who have not bought and um, and drive purchases from that group, then I then my then my customer acquisition via paid media is much better and much stronger than it would be otherwise, right? Because that email and SMS list um, is dependent upon the new customer traffic that I drive to my site. So when people opt into my stuff. Now I carry on the conversation with them and that means that every click that I drive, no matter how expensive it is, no matter how low it converts today, because my ads don't work as well as they used to, like everybody else's, no matter every, like every click that I drive, 
becomes as a percentage more valuable as I can um, hammer away at this list. So let me just tell you a couple things that I'm doing and trying right now, thinking about this specifically for Bamboo Earth, but I'm also looking at it for our other brands um, so that you you can kind of hear a sense of this. So the first thing is that we, um, in our skin quiz, and you don't just have to do it here. There's other ways you could collect this information from people. In our skin quiz, we are... Um, uh, which you've heard me talk about before. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go to bambooearth.com, take the quiz. You'll see exactly what I mean. It's right there on the homepage. In our skin quiz, uh, we are we ask people if they would like to opt in to SMS to receive what we call like encouragement texts. Every Monday, uh, we stole this idea from somebody else that we saw, and I've talked about it on the show before, but um, every Monday, we send out a text that is the vast majority of the text is just meant to encourage the customer. Literally, just encourage the customer. It's really close to the heart of our brand. We are serious about it. It's not just an excuse to, to send a message. We, we actually want the person to be encouraged. We care about these people, their customers. Um, and, and so when people opt into that, we then have access to their phone. We want to be careful about that. And we want to send good quality content every Monday that then allows us, just on the very bottom at the same time, um, we just put a really gentle little, hey, if you haven't bought, here's a link back, or, or uh, excuse me, um, if you want to shop, here's a link back to our site. Just on the bottom, as a PS, small thing. Uh, and we split that right now. So um, we're splitting between, if you've never bought from us, um, then we just, that's what we send you. Hey, if you'd like to go, if you'd like to go uh, shop our store, here you go. It's just a link to the collection, sort of shop all page. Um, go do that. If you have bought from us, we send you to our subscribe and save page because we really want to drive subscriptions, okay? So that's that's that simple. We um, we we uh, collect this list and that's, that's how the message is built and we really try to encourage people. Now, the thing that I love about this idea is that with email and with content marketing broadly, people think about content marketing and like providing great content in all kinds of channels. You know, people talk about how to use your social feed to create great content and, you know, blogs for content marketing and, um, and email content and newsletters and, and video and YouTube and all of this kind of stuff. But I have rarely heard people think about SMS that way. But I think it's, there's a real opportunity. You, you can communicate concisely with some really good, simple, short storytelling a way that's in brand for your audience um, and and do that via SMS in a way that people will like and will opt into. And then just again, have that very gentle CTA on the bottom. Not every SMS message you send has, it's also by the way, very low output. Uh, I'm gonna come back to the other thought, but it's low, it's low time cost. It's way easier than creating graphics for Instagram. It's way easier um, than creating video content or writing full blog posts. You just, because it's not very long, you don't have that much space. Um, you can provide content that people really like. And at the same time, it doesn't take you a huge amount of time. So I love this channel as a way to do that. And then of course, segment your list uh, accordingly. So you can get people to opt into that and that can work really well. Um, uh, what was it say? Oh, of course, not every SMS message you send has to be like a here's 10% off for abandoned, you know, as an abandoned car message or whatever else. Um, there's, there's more that you can do with that channel that can be really creative um, and cost-effective. So that's one, okay? Um, SMS, content-driven SMS marketing. That's what I'm saying. Number two, um, beyond that, for my non-purchasers, I am thinking about every 
offer I can possibly think about. If you have not bought from Bamboo Earth and you have been on my list for more than right now, I'm setting it at two weeks, but you've never bought from us, you are going to get discount offers from me. You just are. Like I'm just not going to be precious about maintaining um, price integrity at that point. That person has told me in no uncertain terms. I already offer 10% off for uh, banning card. I already, and then there's no, and I have, um, you know, I have no, if you, if you take our skin quiz, you get 20% off your mini kit right away. Um, Bamboo maintains a certain premiumness by nature of its price point in its industry. Anyway, anybody who knows anything about skincare knows that Bamboo Earth, even with a little discount is still priced sort of what I would say is medium high. Okay. It's costs more than drugstore. Um, skincare costs less than ultra super premium, crazy stuff. Okay. Uh, even with a discount, that's the case. And so while I want to maintain, um, my pricing power with my customer for a customer who's already essentially told me, uh, I'm probably not buying at this point. I'm totally fine. They've told me that by not buying for a couple weeks. I'm totally fine with the idea of sending them a lot of different offers and trying a lot of different stuff. So I'm going to build those offers based on what I know is most valuable to me long-term. And by the way, when we, whenever we've done the math on this, customers, at least for Bamboo Earth, who have bought with a discount are not necessarily less valuable than customers who have bought at full price, especially if they buy multiple products. If they buy multiple products, um, then great. What's more, if they buy at a discount the first time, then I will just give them discounts forever. They Like, if it will keep them coming back, I will just keep them in a segment where they will get discounts for forever. And I, I don't mind. We're not going to discount 50%. We're not going to do anything super crazy. Uh, skincare has great margins. So gift with purchase might be something we do or, or something like that because it's, a, it's, a, it's an easy way to provide a lot of value to the customer for the high perceived value, low cost for us. But we're not going to do any crazy other discounting. Um, we're just going to keep them in that segment. This is something that lots and lots and lots of brands do, which is that Full price customers stay in a full price segment and they don't see discount offers and discount customers stay in a discount uh, segment and they see a lot of discount offers and you can generate a lot of value from those customers and provide a lot of value to them by giving them those offers for forever. So I have no problem with the idea of doing this. And so, um, so from there, what I'm going to do is think about what are the actual best ways to make that customer worth the most to me, especially if I'm going to give them that discount. So for example, I'm going as much as I can, I'm going to give them offers that are on multiple products altogether because I know that customers who buy multiple of my products are more valuable than customers who buy one of my product. Um, I've talked about this a lot of times before, so I won't get into that, uh, but it's pretty intuitive when you think about it. And so what I'm going to do is say, hey, here's a starter kit with four products in it. The fourth one is free. Or here's a mini kit with uh, another different kind of starter kit. It's 20% off the whole mini kit. Um, that sort of thing. Buy this product, get, you know, here's a BOGO 50% off or something like that. Buy one, go 50% off, that, that kind of deal. Um, anything I can do to um, move people into multiple products I want to do. And, uh, and I'm going to do that via email, via SMS. And eventually what I would actually really like to do, or the way that I'm going to do this is I'm going to start by sending these as campaigns to those lists. And then with the ones that work best, I'm just going to um, copy the campaign, clone the campaign in Clavio, and pop it into uh, the flows in the relevant spots, okay? So, um, so if I have some offer that really, really works awesome, then that's going to go into a flow and it'll just sit there for forever for future customers. So um, 
keep sending, keep sending, keep sending, especially via SMS because you know you're going to get opened. You just know you are on the whole. The person can unsubscribe so easily by just texting you back. Um, and, uh, and because you know you're going to get opened, you just want to um, keep talking to that customer. Uh, I think that my, my email list of non-purchasers and my unsubscribe and my um, SMS list of non-purchasers are like just two of the most absolutely valuable things that I have that I'm just kind of sitting on right now. I'm just not using them well enough. And in, and if this works very well, then what will happen is in the long term, I will end up with a flow where um, I am able to, to acquire customers more profitably on the whole because those flows work better and better and better. I just think um, there's an 80-20 rule with email uh, for sure. I, I think it's an 80-20 rule. You know, 20% of the work <clears throat> creates 80% of the value. Uh, I don't actually know if it's quite that simple, but it feels like that because once you first get your flows set up, they do a ton of work for you. You very quickly get the 10 to 20% of your revenue being um, uh, happening via via email or SMS just by having the right kind of basic flows and campaign sends in place. Uh, you just get a couple campaigns out, you get a couple flows out, you're in good shape. Here's what my theory is, at least. Um, the... It's not actually an 80-20 rule. It just feels like it because there's so much work that gets done so fast. Um, it's probably more like a 10-50 rule is my guess. Maybe not 50, maybe 10-60. That is, it takes a lot more work after the beginning to keep generating you know, um, value via email or SMS. Um, so maybe 10% of the work gets you to 50 or 60% of the value. But there's still a lot of value to be gained after that. So there's diminishing returns, but there's still significant returns. That's the point. And therefore, and if you can get them, they can really pump for you in the background in a way that can be really, really helpful. Now they become a lot to manage and that can be its own challenge. Uh, but I believe that that can be the case. So, uh, so those first two things I'm doing, content driven SMS. Uh, we're doing some content driven email. It's very similar by the way, which I think also works really well. Um, but, uh, uh, Send offers to people who have not bought. Um, third, third, um, hammer away at your email capture. Hammer away your email capture. This is this is I think an underrated thing. It's it's one of the things where it's one of the areas of e-commerce marketing, like tactical marketing, that there's where there's some of the most value to be created that doesn't feel like there's value to be created at all. It's really hard. It doesn't feel like it because it's not revenue. The win is not revenue right away. But here, here's what I mean. If you um, are capturing, if your pop-up on your site, your email pop-up, pop-up, capture pop-up on your site is capturing f- email addresses from 5% of the people who see the pop-up, okay? Which is, I've seen a lot of pop-ups that do about that. Um, you can beat that number. And, and here's a simple way of thinking about it. I think 10% is possible, okay? So if you could double the amount of email and SMS you're capturing, email and or SMS that you're capturing, I mean, you won't feel it on day one. In fact, you'll be like, oh, that's cool. The percentage went up or whatever. But over not very long, you are collecting a ton more contact, uh, uh, email addresses and, and uh, phone numbers for people, and if you can do, combine that with what I just said as those first, you know, strategies like those first couple, it will go very, very, very far for you. Having a much bigger list will really matter, especially if you get great at, at um, sort of building the your flows and your campaigns really, really well. 
So um, that will make all your traffic significantly more valuable. But it just it just doesn't feel like it. I just I know I'm telling you I've done this a lot of times. When you get a little a better email capture rate, it just doesn't it doesn't feel that impactful. You have to remind yourself that those email addresses really are worth money to you because the uh, the actual value of them kind of comes over time. Um, so I, that's what I said if you double it, but it's actually even simpler than that. If you're at 5% right now, and I promise you, you can beat 5%. Um, if you're at 5% right now and you get to 6%, that is 20% more email addresses. That is so important. That is so much value in the long term. It really, really is. Uh, so it, again, that little move from 5 to 6%, if you go from 5 to 10%, you might actually feel like, oh my gosh, I made a giant step forward. That move from 5 to 6% feels like nothing, but it actually is a huge impact. Uh, so dive into those metrics. Figure out what your email capture rate is. Clavio um, now has a two-stepped email, email uh, capture opt-in, which just in every test I've ever seen always works better. Here's something you can just grab and do right now. Two-step, by that I mean... Um, at least on desktop and with mobile, I've seen more variants and whether or not this works, but at least on desktop, make it so that when some, when your pop-up fires, let's say you're doing a 10% off offer, make the first thing that somebody sees a question. Do you want 10% off your first order? Yes or no. That's what the screen should say. Yes or no. If the person clicks yes, then, uh, then make it so that the next screen is the, is the email capture itself. So don't just go straight for the email capture but actually ask the question first, okay? Uh, in every test I've ever seen of this, it works. Uh, again, with mobile, it's a little more varied, although most of those cases, it works too. Uh, but uh, that's a simple way to get to make a pretty significant impact on your, on your email capture. And again, that will really matter for you in the long term. So two-step email opt-in is part of that. Um, I'm starting to think even about um, UTM-based um, email capture based on what ad people see. I've never seen anybody try this, so I'm, I'm hesitant to say that it will work, but it's something I'm thinking about. What if I could take somebody, let's say for Modern Fuel, who clicks on an ad for a bolt-action pen versus somebody who clicks on a mechanical pencil uh, and uh, make the offer different for the email pop uh, capture, the, for the lead magnet there, make the offer different based on what product they clicked on. Because I UTM tag my ads, um, at least for my ad traffic, I could theoretically show somebody a different offer in the, on one than the other, one related to the pen, one related to the pencil, um, and, and see if that maybe makes any kind of a difference. Um, again, it doesn't feel like it makes a huge impact when you do it, but it really does in the long term, especially as we move towards Black Friday. That will matter a lot. All right, that's it. I should probably be doing more Black Friday content, but honestly, this is where my head's at right now. Um, so, so there you go. Uh, hopefully that's some help to you. Think deeply pound away at thinking about how do I turn those lists into dollars. Yeah, so I mentioned uh, Black Friday, BFCM there. Um, I, I'm definitely behind on it. It's been such a challenging quarter or so that uh, there's just no question that um, that I'm behind on it. Um, we're definitely starting to look at this from the perspective of sort of what inventory do we have available how do we maximize the moment within that? Um, and we're thinking a lot about a lot of the normal stuff, how to drive AOV um, and 
and so on. So I'll probably do something with that very soon. Um, but, uh, but yeah, for now, uh, hopefully that's some help too. What I was just talking about there. Uh, that is going to be a big moment. Hopefully you can, uh, you're out ahead of that, getting that right. Um, and, uh, and yeah, maybe there's a lot of stuff on Twitter. The thing I would check there is common thread collective. They put out some incredible BFCM content, really looking through a huge range of offers across a much larger data set than, than I have really than I've seen anywhere, but what, what has worked, what's not in the past. So go do that. Uh, Hit up at Aaron Orendorf on Twitter. Uh, just reach out to him directly. Literally, just just tag him, and he would love to send you over their content about that. So, um, so uh, that's it for today. If you love this episode, with some help to you, please tell somebody about it somewhere. Give us a rating or review. It really does help. Uh, I think that's it. We will see you next week. Hit me up on Twitter at Andrew J. Ferris. Email me at podcast at 4x400.com. Okay, for real. Goodbye.